down there. Uh, well, Chris, you look different. <laughs> Thanks, lost the beard. Oh uh, yeah, it did. I guess having a kid. <laughs> you stress Kids, all that beard. Stress out of you. everything. Yep, so yeah. all out. Nah, you're not, Chris. Uh, because obviously everyone knows that Secret Chris has had a very secret little bebe. And so he's on paternity leave. And so to join me as my co-host for this episode, we have the legendary SEO manager, the pipe man himself, Derek Whitney. What's Derek, up? Thanks for, thanks for coming and hanging out. Man. Thanks for having me, man. I appreciate gonna, it. I'm going to be talking at you for like a little bit. And you're just going to give me a lot of like, mm-hmms and a lot of that's interesting. Right. Like, like this, like. Mm. You know, like a, Ooh, I like a, I, I don't know. Okay. You do it. Did you just do like a Robert De Niro face? No, I can't do that. Yeah, you can. No. Nah. Yeah, you could do. Um, so there is some, some big cigar news. Should uh, we tell them we're smoking? Yeah, we're smoking. Yeah. Derek and I rediscovered these just, just last week, per chance. I haven't smoked a regular bone shaker in like a number of years. I remember it being good, but then like, you know, there's so much new stuff coming out. You got to keep track of. We have all the 50th stuff. And then I'm like, we were doing a video for it. And then Derek's like, oh, I've never had a bone shaker. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, let's, let's smoke one together. Let's, let's do this. And we smoked it and I forgot how GD good this cigar is. Yeah. It's exceptional. It's really good. This is yeah. my second one. And it's just, man, it's perfect. Such a smooth, like the broadleaf wrap. And I think, and I've mentioned this recently on podcasts and it, it's turning my, my opinion when it comes to thicker ring gauges i think the thicker ring gauge in the broadleaf does it well i think mm-hmm. it neutralizes some of the harshness i think it makes it a little more balanced because there's more fillers that are interacting with it as opposed to a broadleaf and a thinner ring gauge it's like a lot of chocolate rich heavy flavor right up front in these bigger ring gauges man it, it's it really plays nicely and at first i was a little nervous i know these are a little bit stronger yeah. um, but it's really not too bad it's actually like really well balanced i feel I think they're incredibly well balanced. Yeah. They really are. And we have four of them. We have the Bone Shaker, the Tombstone, the Full Body Cast, and the Cemetery. Something there's another one. But this is a JR exclusive, right? Yes, JR exclusive. Yeah, made for awesome. us by some of them are made by Naxa. I believe it is the Tombstone, which is the latest one that's made by AJ. Oh really? Yes. AJ got involved. Yes, indeed. Mm. That's uh, two of them use broadleaf wrappers, I believe. Uh, I don't know. There's a bunch of different wrappers involved. This is well, this one is broadleaf. There's an Ecuadorian Habano wrapper on one of them. There's a Sumatra wrapper on one of them, and they're all like this kind of kick-ass full yeah. throttle thing. I actually do think the full body cast is stronger. I was gonna say full throttle for some reason. Wasn't it sounded that, good. Wasn't that Charlie's Angels? Yes, it was. The second, the second one, one, I think. Yeah, yeah it was terrible. Yeah, it was, first one was that was a good. You know, sadly, I never seen it. Really? Never saw it. That was a good 2001 movie. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, what I do. It, like, came out in 2000. I think it's it was a fun action movie, man. Yeah, it was a fun action movie. They all looked great. Like, you know, when you're like 11 years old and it's like- Cameron Diaz. Cameron Diaz, Lucy Liu, yes. and Drew Barrymore. They were all like, oof. Yeah. Like, Bill Murray was in it. Sam Rockwell was in it. Crispin Glover from Back to the Future was in it. The guy who played George McFly. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. He's I, only, know I, I only know him from Back to the Future and he was the hair guy. I didn't see it. You don't know. No. He was the hair guy in Charlie's Angels. He like would take people's hair and like smell it and he never spoke. I saw some of it. There was like the one scene where they're jumping out of the helicopter or some shit or the plane and it's like they're just ridiculous. Oh, okay. They're always, that, it was a very cliche. Like looking back now compared to like a John Wick or um, Atomic Blonde, like that really good Charlize Theron mm-hmm. like action movie. 
it was very clear. It was a lot of them doing like high kicks and high heels and then like an explosion and they all like, you know, jump yeah. in front of the, yes. it was very cliche, but like, I was enjoyable. It's I fun. Liked it. it was yeah. fun. It's it was stupid fun. fun. It was fun. But yeah, these bone shakers, man, get them on the website while you can, because like now that the, like the office has kind of rediscovered it, like we've been smoking them like crazy. This is like yeah. our second or third one in a week. It reminds me of the Umbagog. And I love the Umbagog from well, Dumbarton. I don't know. I think. Because this is a Broadleaf and then Nicaraguan. Yeah. And I think, I know that one of them is definitely made at Naxa. One of the bone shakers is definitely made at the same factory. Oh. I think this one might be as well. I have to double check. I don't want to speak to that, but I'm pretty sure that the first two or three bone shakers were made at Naxa. Okay. Which is where Umbagog and all those cigars are made. Gotcha. So Okay. So there was big news. I sent you the article, and I think mm-hmm. we even somebody maybe sent the article in our smoke Slack chat. That I think that was Derek Whitney, yeah. <laughs> this guy. Pretty sure it was uh, Derek Whitney. <laughs> Um, did you get a chance to like, did you read it? Yeah, I have through? my thoughts on it. I want to, I want to hear your thoughts on no, it. I want to hear your thoughts. You want to yeah. get my, all right. So I think from an optics perspective. Well, did you, let me, let's explain. Let's what, yeah, explain yeah. the situation yeah. first, yeah, then I'll give my. So CAO has announced the release and I mean, it should be, it's it shipping now. It should be on the way to stores. Um, I know they posted on their social media again, just the other day, uh, a new cigar called the CAO BX3. And I know it uses like, I think it uses I know it definitely uses Brazilian tobacco. I'm guessing by the BX3, does it use Brazilian tobacco so three it, times? It uses, exactly. It uses yeah. Brazilian uh, wrapper, uh, binder, yeah. and then some filler along with Honduran and Nicaraguan fillers. Yeah. Okay. So that, I mean, I nailed that. I that was good. I, I, I B nailed. times, that's why it's yeah, B, B times three. Yeah. Yeah. B it's times cute. three. Yeah. So, uh, which is a cool concept. Very similar to, um, I mean, I haven't smoked it yet. We'll see if it works out in terms of flavor, but very similar to what Camacho did with the triple Maduro many years ago, where it was like, we're using Maduro tobacco for filler, binder, and wrapper. That cigar, if I ever get one, I'll show you. Like the original triple Maduro, when they were still made by like the other, the ones now are, are great, but they're great as Camachos are great. They're like a really good $7, $8, thing. Mm-hmm. The old Camacho triple Maduros with like that silver band, they were like Davidoff level. Like they were... Dang. expensive they were hard to find they were and they were so so good they were just they were just different they were they were blended a little differently but when those came out it was like this big deal like using maduro style tobacco for your filler binder and wrapper was like unheard of so it was this cool thing so i guess they're going for something with that with the brazilian right. like let's try brazilian we know it could work as a wrapper i don't know off the top of my head one that uses it as a binder i'm sure it exists um, it's definitely been used as filler, but you know, Brazilian Atapiaca, Brazilian Maduro has been used as wrappers on various the, things. Um, Trend as Espiritu, Espiritu, and the Espiritu that number was two, actually really damn good. Yeah, number Espiritu two, number two, number two uses yes. it. The um, one of the Crown Heads uses Atapiaca. There's the Davidoff, um, uh, not Yamasa, the Davidoff, not Espiritu, but that's the um, Escudio. Davidoff Escudio uses, which has like a whole Brazilian theme. Mm-hmm. Um, the CAO Brazilian. Has like Brazilian rappers like been kind of blowing up lately? It's been, not, not lately, late, like, but it's, it's, I don't want to say it's blowing up like the Broadleaf blow up we had a few years ago mm-hmm. that's continuing today, but it's like definitely getting more visibility. Uh, San Andreas probably has more of a blow up, but I want to say that both of the reasons those tobaccos, specifically the darker rapper variations, are getting this big blow up is because of Broadleaf being a little bit harder to find. People are getting it in lesser quality now just because- Because the demand's so high? Yeah, because it's wow. so high. Damn. Um, but the CAO Brasilia, which came out many years ago, before I even 
started working at JR. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first part of like their World Series. That was one of the first major brands to use a Brazilian rapper. That was super popular too. It's still right? still very yeah. popular. It's still it's probably still one of the better selling CAOs. So they had this idea, the BX3, and it's done in a very old fashioned CAO style. It's not done in this like a uh, like the Ricky Rodriguez way of like traditional, and it's based on some kind of history, and so there's like this kind of traditional images. It's done very much as like a more modern release, kind of how like CAO did a lot of like their anniversaries, you know, the stuff before they went to general. It's kind of done more in that mold than some of the recent ones. It's like great, good looking cigar, cool concept. The band itself is very fun and unique. The colors are, yes. I think, really fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, I'm also interested to see the first CAO. I, I don't know if Ricky blended this before he left or if this was the first one where they had somebody else do it. So just to see, like, is the cigar different than something Ricky would have done? Did he blend it on his way out and, like, not care? Or did he care very much because it was his last one? You know, or did he not have any involvement at all? You know, all that remains to be seen. Rick Rodriguez, of course, now being at uh, West Tampa Cigars. His so, own brand. Yes, his own brand. Mm-hmm. So they announced this release. And then I want to say the first letter was sent to them, like, during the trade show or like in the midst of the trade show, Fuente slaps them with a, like a harsh cease and desist letter, like a, like a harsh worded, like you better stop this now. And then they kind of were like, well, like what's the problem? Like they didn't really give any direction of like, Hey, you got to do this, this and that. And the reason that they sent this, this letter is because the, the concept, which Justin, I'll have him put up on the screen in the editing of this cigar I will say that the focus of the box and the band is this giant X, mm-hmm. which obviously Fuente has a kind of trademark and copyright on the, the utilizing of like a giant X. But I think when it comes to this stuff, it has to be more like, are you are you using that X like that to get Fuente customers or do you just think it looked cool? Um, so they sent him a cease and desist they kind of general like kind of responded like, all right, well, what do you want us to do? We don't think that's that big of a violation. Then they sent him like a harsher letter saying like, like we will all legal means come after you. If you don't, I have seen no evidence of them pulling it off the shelves. So I'm guessing this is going to end up in a court case. Uh, Derek, what are your thoughts, babe? So I think from an optics perspective, it looks pretty shitty from Fuente side, because if you look at the band, you look at everything there really is no Fuente feel to it. Right. It doesn't look anything like a Fuente cigar because it, you know, obviously Fuentes are Toro Fuentes have a very unique style, mm-hmm. especially the Opus, you know, brand. Like it's very, very unique and distinctive and very rich and loyal looking. While this is very, um, like fun and kind of young looking, it's, it's it's like modern, edgy, like yeah. skateboarder kind of like absolutely like like Mountain Dew would really like That's, Mountain yeah. Dew X would look <laughs> like this. So like. And the thing is, like, within the cigar industry, it's very small. And I think we're always underneath, like, enough scrutiny that things like this seem, like, very small and just very, um, uh, it just doesn't really make sense. It's like, why are you going on your way to, like, try to hurt this brand when we're all just, like, in this kind of the same industry? We're all trying yeah. to help each other out, basically. And that's the thing is, is you know, General, obviously, is owned by Scandinavian Tobacco, which also owns CI. So mm-hmm. General and CI are very much tied together, like, we are tied with... Casa and without this, you know, like we know all the bosses, we know all the players where we work with them on a lot of things. So that's the weird part for me is like, 
Carlito could have gone up to like, you know, the CEO of CI and just been like, Hey man, you know, talk to your, maybe, maybe he doesn't know anybody at general. I doubt that. I'm sure he knows somebody at general, but let's say he doesn't. You go up to the guys, you know, it's just like if Althodis did something like that, you know, Carlito would probably like call one of our product merchants or at least should. Yes. And be like, Hey, you know, Althodis just released this thing and they're doing, you know, look just like our, and then you get them in a room and you, and you figure it out. And if you can't figure it out, then you're like, all right, well, we have, we have to take this to Cause court Cause this now. like has happened on our side as well with like certain brands, right? I mean, yeah. it happens, I'm sure everywhere. It's very common thing. Yeah. Now for that project, which I don't want to get too much into. Yeah, we shouldn't say They anything. had a legitimate beef. Yes. They, like it was, it was right. It was an oversight. And I think they spoke to us directly. Like maybe they're lawyers. It was like a private thing. It was not like a big, like the press didn't get a hold of it. It was like a hey, and they gave us like X amount of time to fix it, and we did that, and yes. like everything was fine. You know, it was a oversight, but it was it was handled fine. Um, but for this, like I don't know how it got leaked to the maybe because it's two like very big companies and it's like a big release, whereas ours was like a small private label. Mm -hmm. But this immediately was like leaked to the press. Uh, how half wheel runs this big article on it. And then general, you know, gets the, all these letters and they're like, well, they didn't tell us like what they want us to do. They didn't specify what the actual issue was besides the fact that we use an X in it. Uh, so I just, listen, not trying to talk down to Fuente. I love the Fuente brand. It is a pillar of this industry, but the past, like, I, I have, they have not been on my like super favorite list of late for kind of things like this, this, this situation with general, the fact that he's very much, you know, they've been very much only catering to like these super elites in terms of what, what they're producing and the prices they're producing them at. They have, you know, there's been inventory problems across the country in terms of like their chateaus and their 858s, mm -hmm. but they're making these ridiculous Opus Xs for like $80 each and they're only available in Dubai. I feel like they're doing that like every other couple like months. Yeah, there's a like, new, like, like, oh, like teaming exclusive. up with this Italian fashion house. You can only get it at their store in Milan. It's like, come on, man. What? You know, like that's fun. If you want to have fun, do that. But like, at least make sure we're getting Hemingways in. But I also understand it from Fuente side of things because hmm. this is the whole reason why trademarks exist is no, to I help totally protect agree. certain things like this happening. So when they have a certain brand that they they cherish and they hold, especially with the X you know logo, they want to make sure they're protecting that. I I understand like the thing that like like the the reasoning behind and like obviously the legality of it. My thing would have been, dude. Give them, a, you know, tell them like, we'll give you three months to like get rid of whatever stock you have. But from then on, like on the inside of the box, instead of having a big X, it has to be like a big B, a small X, and then a big three or something like that. Like we'll work around that. Because at, at like in their heart, they know this is not some like small sketchy garage operation that's like, dude, we're just going to start putting Opus X on t-shirts and just selling it and like yeah. making, you know, just doing like pirating. Like they're not trying to do that. I don't think that anybody in that office thought like, oh yeah, well, we'll get like the Opus X crowd by having this giant X on it. Right. Uh, I, I think there's some smart people at General. I don't even think that they thought this would be an issue. And they probably looked into it and I don't think any of them could have imagined like Fuente would have a problem with this. So I looked up their trademarks before this because I see like, um, you know, I tell you like Fuente's like different trademarks and they have a ton of them, dude. And they actually have it so much where they have each Roman numeral as well. So basically if you use any of the Roman numerals, they can actually, you know, do the same thing. Which I don't know how now. you can do that. Like, I don't know how you like any, anything that's like, 
I mean, the X I kind of get, but like. Because it's on their band. I get that. And like, that's their yeah. trademark. That's their main thing. Yeah. So I get it. But like, I don't know. Between that and then. You all right? Well, yeah, because I see you thinking the wheels are turning over there. What do you got, man? It, they seriously are. Like, you can't put a trademark on on a shape, a letter, like in the style in which it is, the type font. Because now you're working in the design aspects of things. Mm-hmm. I mean, if anything, Microsoft. I mean, Microsoft could take down, you know, uh, Arturo Fuente because they use an X, right? Yeah, well, they, yeah. They, they use like ten, but it's not no, like, yeah, like Microsoft it's a, it's ten. A, it is an industry. It's a it's a per industry because when when Opus X was first released, and this is also why Fuente should be like what the hell. When Opus X was first released, they got sued by Opus, the wine company. Really? Yeah, it was like a big big vineyard, like Opus Vineyard, and they got sued. And this is like in the early '90s over like the use of the Opus name, and they went to court, and the judge was like, "No, no one's going to think that you're affiliated. They're two totally different types of." Uh, so like Fuente should know, like they have experience having dealt with this and they should know like, oh, this is kind of a BS claim. And that's what I noticed too on like the trademarks is like they actually, uh, they specify which industry it's in. So like all those Roman numerals are specified by the cigar industry. So within yeah. the cigar industry, you can use those certain things. So like, I mean, I, I don't know, this would be, maybe there's some trademark lawyers out there. I don't know if technically I can do this, but I feel like we could make like a, you know, as long as we don't like, we can't copy like their logo and everything. But if we made like a Microsoft Word cigar, but it just like we made it look different, I'm pretty sure we could probably use that name because we're not in the same industry. No one's going to confuse. As long as it's not advertised to look like the same yeah. thing. And if you look at the Opus wine and then the Opus X cigar, and Opus is a pretty common term, the Magnum Opus, like that's that's their great piece. What does the like, actual Opus means? Like their great thing. Like you know we like. You know, Led's, like Stairway to Heaven is Led Zeppelin's magnum opus. They're great piece. They're great right. defining thing. It's there's probably like even when I said like, and I think it, it's not necessarily has to be considered like by the critics like their finest work, but like their grand. There's probably like my my friend Pete. I'm sure he thinks there's a better constructed Led Zeppelin song than Stairway to Heaven. But like that's, that's their the magnum opus. Like yes. Pulp Fiction is Tarantino's magnum opus, even though. I happen to like, I love Pulp Fiction, but I like other Tarantino movies a little more. I like Django a little bit more. I like um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood a little bit more. But his magnum opus, his grand piece is Pulp Fiction. So, uh, and uh, so that's why I thought like Fuente would like, like there's, A, there's like, there's backdoor channels you can handle this and be like, hey guys, listen, mm-hmm. we have a little bit of an issue with this. Like, let's work it out. B, they, they know that this is like, BS because they've dealt with it before on the opposite side and they won that case. Yeah. You know, knowing that this is uh, like, it's not supposed to be capturing that thing. I mean, they might have some other beef with general that we don't know about. But actually like in the past too, I know CAO, CAO has used like different X type of like marketing or branding where it's like the yeah. extreme with the yeah. big X on it and other, there uh, was a Gurkha extreme that yeah, I think that had too. a big X on mm-hmm. it. I made fun of that cigar in the, in the review that I did for it. Can we do a quick side note? Why yeah. does everyone hate Gurkha cigars? Because I go on like Reddit and other like everyone like should I say okay. they're they're getting better now. The Gurkha Nicaragua was actually really good, but it was a lot to do with like the marketing behind it. And also their CEO, like the guy that yeah, he the got previous one. He got, he got yeah, I heard he got. Yeah, this was just a company that like oh buy like buy a box of Gurkha, get a free knife. You know, it was just very yeah. kind of tacky marketing. Um, 
and then they had stuff like the Gurkha His Majesty Reserve, which was like, you know, a thousand dollar cigar. Uh, you know, uh, I don't want to speak too much on it, but I got you. They made, up some, they made a lot of inroads the past couple of years. Like, the, like they said, the Gurkha Nicaragua is a very, very good cigar. Mm-hmm. Very, very good. But yeah, it was just the brand was just, it, it was like hot for like a minute. And then he just, I remember at one of our events one year in North Carolina, like the Gurkha tent, like gave away a sniper rifle. Are you serious? Yeah. How's that even allowed? It was North Carolina. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, wow. I mean, I'm sure they went through whatever legal, you know, they had to make sure the person was like eligible to like get it and all that. So they didn't just like, toss into his that car. That seems like a lot of like legal hoops you have to jump through. Yeah, but to get it, if you're if you're a gun owner, I'll go through some legal hoops to like get a free sniper rifle. Yeah, I mean. You're saying. <laughs> That's a good point. Um, and then, yeah, my, my last thing is like, and again, I'm not trying to insult, I've met Carlito a few times. They're all, they've all been very nice and they are, they are, I defended him vehemently against the guy from uh, the, what the hell is it called? This is cigar subscription box. That, that, that guy. That nozzle. Um, mm. defended him vehemently because like there's no you don't talk to Harley Fuente like that especially yeah. when you look He's, like you're out of Mumford and Sons yeah the man's a legend exactly but they've had this like, so even even their big PCA thing that they, that they did with Padron I thought had this slight whiff of like arrogance about it that makes him seem a little bit out of touch when people when this was announced two years ago that they were doing this big project with Padron um, I think it's called the Legends. I have to I have to go look at it. I everyone thought it was going to be like this mix of like Padron tobacco and Fuente tobacco. Mm-hmm. Like somebody sending their tobacco to the other factory and then they're blending it together and they're going to make this epic. It's going to be like a Padron twenty six with an Opus wrapper, like this crazy. Which is like that's what I thought and that's what I yeah. was jazzed for. Absolutely. Um, and I thought it would I thought it would be limited, but I thought it'd be something that's like expensive, like thirty dollars each, but like. They're making 10,000 boxes of te- Like, you can find it relatively, you know. If you're doing something like this, don't tease us and make five of them. Right. So it was finally announced and shown off. They had this, it was the biggest thing at PCA. I saw the videos. They popped balloons and they had streamers. And there was everybody was there with their phone getting the video. Comes in this beautiful humidor. And the band is cool. It's a mixture of like the Timeless 13 Opus band and then the Padron, like the little hammer. But it's two different cigars, each made by one of them. They have not released price. They have not released blend. They have not released quantity or like where it's going to be distributed. So I asked you about this a couple of days ago and like I was really excited about it, but then you told me this. I'm like, well, that kind of sucks. Are you, you're definitely sure that they're just two separate blends or not like kind of mixing them From both together? From what I have read, um, on that, yeah, it's it was two different cigars. So hold on, Padron Fuente cigar collaboration. Now, let's see. Yeah, it's called the Legends collaboration. Uh, a special product. There are two cigars, one made by Fuente and one made by Padron. They're both seven by fifty Churchills. Um, and they look cool. Like I said, the band looks really cool, and all that. See how it's like this. It's the hammer on one side and then the, the yeah. fuent and then even even the top of the band is the opus red and then the bottom is like that purplish maroon padrone. It like looks very reserve. it's very like rich looking, like yeah, very regal. It's, it's cool. But the thing is, is that I feel like they made they didn't make this as like a we're gonna give the audience what they want. Right. Like we're gonna give them this awesome thing that they can buy and smoke. I feel like it's a cash grab. I feel like they're gonna make a thousand cigars. 
and they're going to come in in these humidors of I don't, I don't I don't let me see what do they say how many humidors come in a box or how many cigars come in each humidor uh if I'm a cigar um cigars will be sold in a single box with two trays a portion of them one be will be donated to uh their charitable foundation so a portion of the sales is donated to their they each have a charitable foundation oh that's cool um Production numbers remain unclear. Blend remains unclear. Um, how many will be made is unclear. So I feel like this is going to be, you know, so it's 40 cigars for a box. So what's f 50 times 40? Is that, no, God. It's probably, yeah, so I see it'll be $2,000 a box. This is my guess. And I might be totally off here, but the hint I'm getting, if, if, if Fuente is involved in it, like at a, at a production level, It'll be like fifty dollars a cigar, at like around there, and maybe even more than that. Dude, both brands are very expensive, so it's yeah. gonna be up there. Yeah, and it'll be probably a thousand boxes of each, and you probably won't be able to buy them like in single. Like, whatever stores happen to get a box, somebody's gonna come in and buy that box for the full two thousand dollars, and it's like. Why? Yeah. Like, well, how? the name, dude. People love the names. I know, why. but like, dude, you could have made something a a tad simpler. It's just a tad, still as good. Something that's like twenty bucks each, which is which is in line with like what Padron twenty six costs, and mm -hmm. which is in line with like what Opus X usually costs if you find it at the right retailer, like twenty twenty five dollars. And you could have made, you know. Even if you made a box of 10 with like five of each one and then done that that box of 10 for like, you know, a couple, just make it more available. They should, they should make it more available. This would not be something that barely anyone is ever going to smoke except for very, very wealthy people. And that's all they're doing now is catering to the very, very wealthy. Yeah. Like I mean, that, that's their target audience right now is like the people that can actually afford like that expensive cigars. Yeah, but they'll get the thing, them because that's, their, that's is, their market. Is, that's their their poor audience. people, not poor people, but like people like me who can't, you know, I'm, I would never spend that money like on that thing. Yeah, you do well. Nah, 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 nah. You're rich in life. You have children. You have a nice, you have a lovely wife. She's cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's dope. She's pretty dope. Um, But somebody like me who like, I'm not going to buy a box for $2,000, but like if I were able to, if I came upon one for like 25 bucks, I'd be like, yeah, I'd definitely like buy one for 25 bucks to smoke it and have that. But they like don't care about that guy. Yeah. It's like you're only making this for like this elite. And guess what? That's not most cigars. Even like Davidoff, like, yeah, they have their their few things. But every like new major, the Davidoff major releases, like their Black Series or their Churchills, are generally like cheaper than their their crazy stuff. Like the Davidoff Winston Churchill is cheaper than like the Chef's Edition. How much does the box go for now for them? Like, probably I mean, several, still, still several, yeah, like several, you know, even. Even the the Winston Churchill is like eighteen dollars, like at least a cigar. Yeah. But then like their Chef's Edition or their Year of, like the Year of the Rat ones are like thirty. It's expensive, but you can still make it work. Yeah, if you I, want, to. I would spend like I've I would spend thirty dollars on one. But that's not. I'm telling you right now, it, it, it's gonna all depend. It's not gonna depend on the price. It's gonna depend on the quantity they make. Because if they make a thousand boxes of forty, mm -hmm. you'll never see one. Because yeah. those thousand boxes will be bought out quick. There, there are people who I've met who have come to like events who spend 
tens of thousands of dollars a year just on Fuente. It's fucking nuts. Like people who have had every Fuente release, they have the cufflinks, they have the lighter, they have the thing. They have, they have literally everything. <laughs> if they make 10,000 boxes of 40, that's a thing where like stores will get them in. It can maybe sell them as singles and you'll be able to like go and, and buy a couple, like buy one of each for whatever. And like, all right, it's expensive now, but I get to smoke one of each and it's like, cool. But if they do this, like, oh, it's only a thousand boxes. It's like, well, like then, then why? But they have, they have the people for that, that they have the audience, especially if like they have like the people that are that dedicated to the brand where they're going to buy the fucking cufflinks and clothes. It's like, yeah. The, they have an audience where people are going to go other way and buy it. My problem with Fuente is like, I feel like they've forgotten where they came from. They did not enter as this like luxury, you know, like, like a Davidoff is like, we got into this business for like the luxury stuff. Like I get that. Same with Padron. Fuente like built their brand on not like being affordable, but being like a mainstay in humidors, like the 858s, the Chateaus, the Hemingways. These cigars that now are, you know, like seven, eight dollars, like really, really good cigars for the price, just reliable. That's what like they built their empire on. And then the Opus X was like the crown jewel at the top. Mm -hmm. Now I feel like they're building it all like they're in foundation entirely on Opus. And I'm like, that's not sustainable, dude. Yeah. Like, like you're not going to be able to make the same amount of money you made before. Like you're going to, these things are going to go for a lot of money, but like you're wasting so much time and everything on it. And so few people, like it's like, what's the point? Like, honestly, what's the point? Like, you shouldn't you want to, like, make as many cigar smokers as possible to have? I'm not saying you got to just go out there and make everything $2, but, like, come out with another $8, $9 Hemingway or Don Carlos-style smoke. Everything they've done in the past five or six years, they don't even, they're not even allowed new accounts at the trade show. They have a big sign at the trade show, no new accounts for, for, for Arturo Fuente. So then, they're, like, the top six biggest, you're not some small little, like, a Dunbar and, like, hey, listen, we only make... So many cigars, we can't really handle it. You are Fuente, like the gold standard. But that kind of makes sense to me why they're doing that then, because they have their baseline cigars like the Don Carlos, the A5A, the Hemingways, all that fun stuff. And then they're trying to expand into a really rich new market where it's like people that are going to buy those limited cigars. And anytime they do make those limited cigars, for like the Opus, do they sell out like really fast usually? Yeah. So then they have but a market for But they sell out really it. fast because they don't make that many of them. Yeah. And they're super expensive. But they're expensive, but they're still making a lot of money, man. I, I kind of I mean, they're sense. definitely making a lot of money because like at the end of the day, regardless of like what they say, the cigars still cost them like no more than like four bucks to make. Yeah. Like even their most expensive thing, except maybe when you take in fact, like if they're, if they're really aging it and like the, the cost of the storage barns and everything. But in terms of like, you know, they're not like buying different material. They're not buying higher end material. Like if you were, if you were making an uh, expensive car right? and you needed like special titanium or gold plating. And so you, your materials are more expensive. So therefore your product is more expensive. They're probably putting more into the aging and the fermentation process of these tobaccos, but not enough to where it's going to be like, oh, it's costing them $30 a cigar to make, which is why the cigars are $80 each. Yeah, it's crazy. It, you know, now listen, Companies do a lot of this stuff. Davidoff had that Oro Blanco, which was $500 each. I think that was more based upon like the rarity. They only had enough tobacco for like that bat. And I get these as like these kind of one or two, you know, like hit pieces every once in a while to like keep people interested. Like, oh, here's a cool thing. But it's relentless with uh, it's relentless. It has been for I agree. Yeah. The last regular cigar, sorry, that they released was the Casa Cuba, which is very, very good, but like hasn't really had a lot of movement. 
Uh, and that was, I was thinking I was still in the store. So that was like six or seven, seven, eight years ago. Damn, it wow. So it's been a long time. Yeah. So this might be like a noob question for you. So my understanding of the Opus X and what makes it so um, rare is that it, it's a Dominican Republic. It's from a DR wrapper. And those are usually yeah. very difficult to grow. It's difficult and, to cultivate. I've heard various reasons about why. One of the reasons I've heard from Nicaraguan people is that, that, that a lot of the growers in the DR like don't know, like, cause wrapper is very different. You have to, you have to care for it very differently. You have to ferment it differently. You have to age it. Like it's, it's a different process. Right. Because it, on top of everything else, it has to be visibly appealing. It has to like look good because that's the whole point. Mm -hmm. Um, and I've just heard that they've had, they, they don't know how to do that as well in the DR as Honduras, Nicaragua, Ecuador, Connecticut. Um, that's just a rumor, but people did say for years and years and years in the seventies and eighties, you'll never grow wrapper tobacco in the DR. It's impossible. It does soil's not right or whatever. And he did. So there's that. There's the fact that at its heart, a pure Opus X is one of the best cigars you will smoke. You like said a that pure Opus mm -hmm. X is phenomenal. It's got this great combination of elegance, intensity, uh, flavor, complexity, balance. It's just like it's a purely, you know, take like your, your best you know, it's like almost like a Rolls Royce or like a like a Bentley Continental where it's this tremendous mixture of like speed, but also just like absolute comfort and like driving. This is like driving. Oh, it's like, I'm a, like a higher end Tesla, but Teslas aren't like as expensive as like a, a Bentley. But like this, this very strange mix of like intensity and complexity with elegance yeah. and luxury and it's delicate but it's strong sounds like a mercedes-benz almost like a high-end yeah. mercedes-benz like, 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 like the uh like the was it the sls yes yeah something like that um and the, the marketing of it has just been on point in terms of there, there never being enough i'm sorry buddy sorry. so i was like me and you have what was the one we smoked in the past so we both said like it was good but it wasn't like the the greatest cigar we ever had it was like one of the destinos yeah yeah which is they're very they're very good. good but you they're said very, like, very but good. you also said like we would have like aged a little bit further it would have been probably better you so say? in my mind the one of the best cigars i ever had is a regular opus x aged for one year right so you, you buy it right because like out of the box it could be a little much you would definitely oh i know you get the vapors. I have virgin lungs yeah. yes uh but an opus x aged one year which is also why i like the opus x angel share because it's mm. it, it's similar That's to that smooth. Yeah. yeah uh it just it it brings it down just a little bit absolutely phenomenal i also love the lost city i i, I think a lot of the opus x's are are on on almost on par with the original one. But this whole marketing plan, you know, like if you go to their store in Vegas, the Casa Fuente store, it's, they sell like other Fuentes and Ashton's and stuff there. This thing is, is there for Opus X and for the Casa Fuente brand, which you can it's only perfect, buy. perfect uh, market for it, man. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm like, listen, I, I just want to see Carlito and, and his family and his team. And now maybe they're waiting until they're, they're finished with their factory in Nicaragua and like, hey, we have this slew of releases that are going to be more affordable not and i'm like i don't i don't need more affordable like i don't need cheap bundle stuff but like a nine ten dollar really good fuente cigar like why is that so hard to ask you guys to to do that yeah. you know what i mean uh i would love maybe, maybe they're planning on that when they finish up their nicaragua factory it's like oh here's like the newest big release you know nine ten bucks kind of thing and so yeah so that, that they just they, they seem like they're very much reaching for the stars recently which they have every right to do, but like, 
as a all the people who bought all that for you, like we're down here. Man. As a normal consumer, it just annoys yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. Now I'm not, and I'm I'm a guy who spends money on cigars. I'm a guy who will buy, you know, a expensive rare tatawahe. The tatawahe, yeah, kind of say. thing. Yeah. But I, I, this kind of money, and also like the availability, the, the latest one they did in Dubai, like I, you, I can't, you can't even get it. So yeah, but at least like the tattoo is like those are actually like somewhat affordable for us. Like the the Frank part two, or is it? Yeah, um, that that was affordable. Yeah, the um the Monster Mash, like that's a really fun, unique. Yeah, and it's like was like one fifty for the box, yeah, like yeah, one eighty five for a sampler of Hell ten yeah. or twelve. It's like yeah, okay, like that's this is this is this is reasonable for the modern day industry. But th releasing 500 boxes of this crazy Opus X that's literally only available in Dubai, like, what, like, and I can also see a lot of retailers being, retailers that have been with Fuente for a while is like, hey man, I've asked you to try to make something for us, you know, even something simple for years and you've always said, oh no, we can't do it. You made this for Dubai? Like, <laughs> come on. Like, they, like, Oh, that, that, that's not cool. Yeah, like, it's not. That's the thing is they're they're kind of turn. I feel like people feel like they are turning their back on like the part of the industry that like made them their fortunes. Like, oh, now we got it. So like, here, take our leftovers. We're going. We're going east. So have you spoke to other people in the industry? And like, do they feel the same way about There's this? People or? who do, yeah, yeah, okay. It's it, it's something that irks me in a way that it probably doesn't irk a lot of people. I because I get easily irked about like when it comes to like a respect thing, and I feel like, listen, man, we're the reason. That like like it, it was the sale of the A58s and the Hemingways. Like Opus X was never their main moneymaker for the amount that they were making it. It never could be right. And the price of Opus X was never really horrible. Like uh, Hemingway right now is like ten or eleven. Opus, if you find it at a, at a, like a place that's not got a price gouge, you the Opus MSRP is usually only like eighteen. It's not crazy. That's not crazy now. It's not. And, but I'm like, but I know like, yeah, that's not like what your actual moneymaker is, but I think they're just trying to, they've successfully gotten into this Padron Davidoff space. It's like, those are the three now for in terms of like absolute pure luxury cigars. These are the three, but I'm like, but Davidoff still puts a lot of work into Avo and Camacho and either other Davidoff lines that are, like I said, I'm not saying make it affordable. It's gotta be cheap, but like, you know, the Davidoff's coming out that are like fifteen dollars, eighteen dollars, twenty dollars. Padrone, same thing. They their their twenty sixes are are you know their which is their higher end regular one. They also have the regular Padrone series. That's like eight nine bucks. Right. You know what I mean? When they released the Damaso a couple years ago, that was only like twelve thirteen dollars. So it's like, dude, make your your crown jewel things, but like. Don't forget the rest of us who like who helped you get here. You know what I mean? That's all I'm saying. It's like we we we, we want to see a little appreciation on our end. Yeah. You know what I mean? I feel you, man. But so that's the thing there. Um, I I'm hoping it works out for for both of them. But like I'm siding with General currently on this because I'm like this feels like something. Unless they reach out to them and like, hey, we got to talk about this. And General was like, screw you, which I don't think that they did. I don't think from what I read in that article, it didn't sound like they were like that. They were trying to like understand like what they did wrong. Um, and Fuente just kind of hit them again with the cease and desist. So I don't know. Yeah, I don't think legally it'll stand up because I like. I don't think you can copyright just like the use of a letter. I think you can cover the use of a letter in your style. And if somebody is making, if they call that like instead of Opus X, they call it like the Magnum X or something like that, which actually I think there is a Magnum X size of the of Fuente. But if they did something like that and it's like, it's not exactly looking like Opus, but it's like this regal thing, it's gold. It's like, ah, man, I it's see what you did here. It's very, it's very yeah, different. Can't do that. It's not the same. But this is like, 
they're using the same letter. And it's not even like, it's not even called like the BX or the CEO X. It's called like the BX3. It's we like, sh- it's the middle part of the word. We should talk to our legal folk here, man. They would have told us what's going on. Yeah. And Millie would have told us. Yeah, Mel, well, yeah. We'll email Millie. And, uh, Let's talk to her about it, man. Yeah, and see, hey, does, it, does this hold any water? We want to tell our fans if you can release <laughs> any legal secrets to us. Uh, but very interesting. Um, so also for today, we put up like a ask anything on Instagram. Justin, you have some of those questions handy? Yes, I do. So our first question comes from Megatron Sr. Have any free cigars for a veteran? Ooh. I don't have anything free, unfortunately. JR, we do offer a veteran's discount, um, but it is, in fact, illegal to give free cigars out anymore as per the FDA regulations of 2016, unless they are a company-to-company sample for like, hey, do you want to pick up this brand kind of thing? But yeah, but we do have a uh, we do have a, a, a very solid veteran's discount, and I thank you for your service, Megatron. My yeah. brother's in the service. Thank you for your service. I remember a couple years ago, oh, not a couple years, probably like over 10 years ago, JR Cigars did like this one exclusive like thing where you bought a pack of cigars in the store, and then I think you would donate like three or four cigars to a soldier. Like, yeah, a, cigars when they're serving. Yeah, you remember that? Wars. That was, sorry, I yeah, can't on your foot. But, I mean, my foot's in your space. That's, that's okay, right. babe. Um, but I thought yeah, that was we, like so nice. Like, I remember that from a kid. I was like, that is just like so yeah, awesome. Yeah, Cigars for Warriors is a great organization that donates cigars like I, 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 I've donated to Cigars Wars, but I also, when my brother was over in Afghanistan, I just sent him like a buttload of like just really good. And he sent me some cool pictures of like all the guys with their mustaches on the base on like July 4th, all smoking cigars. It was pretty cool. That's awesome. So cool. What do you got next? So our next question comes from Psychat Delicat. Okay. okay, cool. Top three cigars for fresh beginner. Also, what happened to be, what happened to your YouTube channel? LOL. Oh boy. Well, the YouTube channel, we've spoke about that. You know, YouTube doesn't like tobacco for some reason. We're in the process of making another one. It's it's going to be a little different. It's going to be a little more just in straight informative. Not a lot of cigar reviews, not a lot of like selling. It's going to be more interviews and yeah. how-tos, that kind of thing too. And it wasn't just us I got hit by that YouTube. It was also like other, there's multiple cigar brands. Yeah, I got Cigar hit Obsession by pulled his stuff down. Mm-hmm. Cigars Bailey was under attack. I was talking to the guys from CI at this event where I was, I was hanging out with some of them, and they said their YouTube channel got taken down like three years ago. Really, three years yeah. ago? Yeah. Dang. Yeah. But just we, seemed, it was just we weird. Pivoted, like, we like like Greg did a good job of pivoting, but we like, had to like like really quickly, so we at least got like an extra couple years out of it. But it eventually, just caught up to us and. But it was just weird how it was like all kind of at once, where all these like different YouTube channels got hit like. Literally at the same time with like yeah, these. Yeah, they don't. There's there's a lot of articles that I've been reading recently about like not just obviously cigars, but like a a lot of people who are really fed up with like YouTube's model and like they've created this monopoly and now because they're in like because they're owned by Google, it's like they're it's just directing them. Um, I also suggest using other search engines as well, like uh, DuckDuckGo is a good one. Because there's times I'm, I'm looking for an article or something and like Google won't have it yeah. on like three pages and then DuckDuckGo will have it on like the first page and it's because they're curating like what they want you to see. It's like Google, I'm not the biggest And I was actually team. talking to Davide, well, yeah, Davide and team about this during our one meeting that recently, because like what I do is I help get people, get our website ranked on Google. So if someone's searching for Monte Cristo cigars, I want to make sure that we're um, appearing, you know, on positions one or two for, for that type of keyword. Um, so the one thing that they're doing now is that cigar brands are not allowed to have any like review ratings on the actual 
search result pages. So if you have, like, if I use that data to help like get like star ratings on the SERP or sorry, like an actual result, yeah. they took that all away. So, you know, that's going to impact like things like click-through rate and other things like that. So there's definitely something going on across like with Google and these other different companies that they're just going against tobacco and cigars for some reason. I don't get it. You yeah, know, it's, like, it's such the way BS, cigarettes man. are versus cigars are vastly different. So I don't know why people are it's treating a, the it's same. A, it's a tobacco thing. It's the same way with, it's the same, like, they group alcohol, tobacco, and fire. Although I feel like alcohol gets away with a lot more, which like, again, it should. Mm-hmm. But I feel like alcohol gets away with a lot more than tobacco does. But it's like, like also like, weed, like weed's fine though. Like, it's like the weirdest freaking thing. That's what I'm get. Yeah, and that's not even like legal federally. Like that's not even like a federal law. Like tobacco is legally, is legal federally. Like yeah. at, at the government level. Weed, you, you can't smoke weed anywhere you can't smoke cigars. It's not like, I mean, I guess, oh, are there cer- well, there's certain like those. weed bars, but like there's also certain cigar bars where you mm-hmm. smoke cigars. Mm-hmm. But it's not like weed is like, oh, I can't smoke a cigar in this government building if I can light up, you know, smoke weed. You can't, it's, it's as, if not, it's way more regulated than tobacco is, but like I see a lot of people on YouTube doing like weed reviews yeah, for, for juice, which is like, hey, I'm not, I'm not trying to, I, yeah, I don't want to be a hardo and no, be like, no, oh, there shouldn't like, be weed, but like, dude, just treat it the same. Yeah, okay. and like uh, beer and bourbon guys are under attack mm-hmm. there too. It's like, what oh, really? You, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, and I'm like, what is your problem? Like, like we're, we're, we're talking about adult things to adults. We, the only thing that they ever said that we needed to do that I agree with is like, when like, hey, listen, you got to age gate. I'm like, fine, that's perfectly fine. I'll that age makes gate. sense. Makes Make sense. sure. And now if people are creating fake accounts that are like 15 and getting in, that's on you, YouTube. Mm-hmm. Like if I make a, a, a building, you know, like a club and my bouncer checking ideas like, hey, this is a legit ID and that kid's 15. But it turns out he went to like the DMV. It's like and I got like a fake ID. Like, that's not on me. You know what I mean? He provided me a legal ID. It's I just don't know many 15 year olds that are, you know, searching for cigars on YouTube. It's just ridiculous. Dude, I when I, when I was younger and the the smoking age was eighteen, I still don't think I had a premium cigar until I was like eighteen or nineteen. I was I, yeah. six, I no sixteen. I had one. It was the Excal the Excalibur uh, from Hoyo de Monterey. Yes, yes. New one coming out that Illusione is making. Very excited for. Really? Yeah. Ooh, mama. It's like expensive. It's like twenty bucks each, which is expensive for a Hoyo. Did Hoyo you try, you ever try the Arturo? I think it was Hoyo. Monterey. No, it was a different company. I think it's something else. Okay. But what are the uh, top three cigars, like beginner cigars, he asked? We, I, we have a sampler, by the we way. We do. We do. Can you, uh, we can, we can, we can, there's a, uh, we can't really put a link to it anymore. I guess we can put it in the, in the description of this on If Spotify. you just search like beginner sampler within our so, search. So, Altidus and Jet, I, I usually suggest something from the big companies for beginner because they make, like these heritage brands that they have. That were like, you know, that are still very big, but, you know, they kind of came about in the 90s or 2000s. Monte Cristo White is an excellent choice. The Romeo 1875 Bully is an excellent choice. The Macanudo Cafe is an excellent choice. Mm-hmm. You want something that's smoother, more mellow, but with flavor. Because you can get something that's smooth and mellow, no flavor. You might hate it. And not realize that you actually you just want something with a little more flavor, or right. you might love it and then smoke something a, the tad is bit stronger, and realize like, oh no, I don't like this at all. You know, so you want something that's that's still mellow, smooth, creamy, but offers you a lot of flavor. So yeah. these big kind of brands are always a, a good way to go. There's some small ones like the Foundation um, uh, Charter Hall, Charter Oak, Charter Oak. Thank you. Uh, does a great job on that, but they are a little more. Um, 
I think what you said was perfect because that's a good progression, especially like Monte Cristo White. Because like for us, yeah. like I feel like that is no flavor, but for someone that had like first time smoking, yeah. it's perfect because it's 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 mellow. Yeah. There's a little bit of flavor there. It gives you. And then 1875 is I would say good flavor. Yeah, 1875 is a good one. That's not a Connecticut wrapper because like all, all the other ones I suggested are Connecticut wrappers. The 1875 is a good one. That's like an Indonesian Java wrapper that's mm-hmm. going to give you like a little bit of a different profile, some coffee flavor to it and stuff. Um, if you really wanted to try a Maduro, I wouldn't say this is necessarily a beginner because it is kind of expensive. But the Ashton Age Maduro, I've always said, is the best Maduro for a beginner because it shows you that a dark cigar is not a strong cigar necessarily. Right. It's That's a jet black cigar and it is smooth and creamy as all hell. I feel like the Onyx Bold as well. Like That's like a Onyx medium Bold. body. but uh, the, the Onyx Bold? No, it was the one. Or the original Onyx. No, the Onyx Bold, I was thinking. Oh, the Onyx Bold for me. I I like the Onyx Bold. I thought that was a. The the, uh, original Onyx, like the Onyx Reserve, is more like mellow, rich, creamy. The Onyx Bold, it's got bold in the name. Well, that, like, the only (laughs) reason. Bold on the name, babe. But the only reason why I suggested that, because, like, the first time I remember you gave me the. I had that, but I also had the La Coalition from Crown Heads. Like that was the mm. first time I actually tasted the chocolate flavor notes where I remember uh, smoking. I'm like, dude, is there like fillers in here? And you're like, no, that's just the way the cigar is. And yeah. like that opened up my mind to like different flavor profiles. Yeah. And it was just so fascinating. Yeah. You want, you, that's what you, you want to be able to expand. Yes. What do you got next, bud? I'm just going to ask this one because I'm not too sure what it is. Biscuse asks, when are we getting JPL4 on the Long Ash podcast? Whenever he's up here, that's my brother. Oh. John Peter Libretti the fourth. Hell yeah. The fourth. Yeah. Damn. My dad is a third. Grandpa was junior. Great grandpa was one. That's badass. I never heard of a fourth. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's epic. Yeah. It makes it sound like we're like this regal, like rich Connecticut family, but yeah. like now we're just all ginzos <laughs> who like we eat a lot of pepperoni and we're all greasy and just sweaty all the time. Uh he's moving up. He's he's moving up in uh he's moving back home in July. He's getting out of the Air Force, so well, I'd love to have him on here so at some point. Is he a big cigar smoker? Yeah, Johnny smokes. Hell yeah, man. Yeah, he bought a lot of the 50th. Oh, that's awesome. And he bought, he bought the humidor, too. That's a good man. Yeah. All right, here's a more niche question from Big Mike 80. When can we expect the Mikrita Black? Uh, whenever they ship it out. I got to see when they when they ship it out. Um, I think he's shipping out in, this, in the fall. I don't know how many boxes we got. I'm sure we got some. Um, our customers, like, that was, we already got that, guys. Don't forget, you had the chance to buy that. That was our 50th anniversary blend, was that cigar. Uh, and that thing sold out quick. Yeah. But not quick enough. Like, if people, like, if you wanted it, there were, it, was, it was available for, like, two days, which is short in the grand scheme of things, but kind of long for Dunbar. And a lot of stuff, his stuff sells in, like, 24 hours. But it was up there. You, know, you could have gotten it. But, uh, yeah, I'm sure within the next few weeks, we'll have an update on that. That gave me a nice buzz. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a big smoke, too. Oh, yeah. That's it a, it a big boy. That's a big boy. All right. So, next question from John Adolph PT. Most anticipated cigar release of 2022? Foundation has two really cool things coming out. One of them I don't think is going to be a regular release. They're doing a high clear castle. I can't think of the name of it. But it's like based on like Egypt. And like, so the, the, the high clear castle, as many, a lot of people know, is from. The actual castle in England where they filmed Downton Abbey and the, the family who owns it and, and who worked with Nick on the blend is uh, Lord C- Carnarvon, you know, like an actual English lord. Actual lord, wow. His grandfather, I guess, or great-grandfather, somebody in the 1920s was part of the expedition that found King Tut's tomb. 
was shit. Are you serious? Yeah. So damn. Well, that that's everyone who like found tunes back then was just like rich British explorers. You'd be like rich to be an explorer. Oh yeah, you, I'm sure. Like, finance you need a lot of money. For that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so damn. he'd released a new high clear. I can't remember what the name of it is, um, but that's based on that. He also Nick released a new one called the Olmec. I think based upon the the native the indigenous tribe of Mexico. I think it's Mexico because I think it uses a San Andreas wrapper. So in his theme of like these, you know, like how the Wednesday was kind of the indigenous mythological figure of Nicaragua, he's done one now that's kind of based on the Omex of, um, I believe it is Mexico. Please don't quote me on it, but I, I'm pretty sure it is because it uses a San Andreas wrapper. Uh, the Patissier from Crown Heads is going to be a full line, so I'm excited for that one. The Ozinger family, who founded CAO, has been brought back into the fold. They just made a new cigar. That's premiering this year, so I'm excited for that one. I don't know, man. There's a lot. There's a ton. There's a lot of new stuff out there that I'm very excited for. But those are just the ones off the top of that. The the Micarita Black, but like I've had that already. Uh, but just just off the top of my head, those are the ones. Oh, and the uh, Alec Bradley Broadleaf. Alec Bradley released a Broadleaf that I'm, I think it's a Honduran Broadleaf that I'm very interested in trying. Ooh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was that the hybrid that you were talking about with me? No, this is a different one. Okay, sorry. Yeah. No, don't no apologize. Hey, I'm you know, I'm just trying to trying to help. So this goes alongside one of our blogs that's coming out. What is your favorite special occasion cigar? I think you should read our blog that's coming out soon. <laughs> oh. Um, I think that depends on the occasion. Um you know, uh, time of year of the occasion. You know, if it's a wedding, is, do I want to be something something long? No, but just in general, something that's just like very. I don't want something that's too strong. I like for for a celebration where I'm probably with other people and we're talking. I want something that's very flavor centered but approachable. Something like like a Davidoff Millennium. I'll go for. Um, I'll go for like a wise man Maduro. I'll go for a mother church when it's like, Oh, I'm going to have a nice time here like, you know, and celebrate this thing. I'll go for like, well, honestly, I'll go for a cigar that I smoke a lot of because I'm like, I know I'm going to enjoy this. And like, I could also put it down if we're talking, if we're drinking champagne or whatever, and I'll still be able to either go back to it or light up another one. Um, the, like the really rare ones I have, I don't really smoke. And if I do, it's just like a, I just pick a night and I just go up. Yeah. To so you can really enjoy it. Yeah. I'm, and I'm like, I'm just going to sit here and enjoy it. I feel like the Dunbar and Tricky Traka. Tricky Traka. I yeah. like that for me. Like that cigar is just so good. And I mm. have it, I had it before and it just, oh God. It slaps. Just, it slaps. It slaps, babe. I'm a big Dunbar guy. Yeah. If well, I am, you like, love Steve Saka. Papa Saka is my guy. <laughs> I really like, I don't know, maybe Cinquenta too. Would you go that far? Because I like that cigar. Like, you the original Cinquenta, yeah. That was insane. It really that was. was a really, really good really cigar. Is. Although I think I like the Epic Blue better really yeah interesting big blue is really good mm. last one so you know what no we'll do two more okay so the next one is what is your favorite lighter and why single flame double flame soft i have add when it comes to lighters like for me it's just i don't really like a four flame because i feel like it does too much but the zycar i think it's called the zydris with single flame it's i think it's like x d r i s something like that that's a great lighter. I've been using this 
beautiful Romeo one. I don't know who makes it for them. I think it's I think it's Vertigo. I think Vertigo makes this for them. Pretty sure. But this nice like triple flame thing here, just beautiful, elegant. But I mean anything anything Vertigo. You really can't go wrong. I just prefer to stay away from a four flame because it's a little much. I also do like uh, like our JR 50th lighter is a flat flame. I really love a That's flat really cool. flame lighter because you just get to paint the flame on there. It's not going to scorch your edges. So again, it depends. But uh, if you check out the JR 50th lighter or the Zykar Zydrus, those are the ones I can like name the lighter off the top of my head. I'm kinda, I kind of lean towards like single because I feel like the double or the triple or the quad just burns way too much fuel. Yeah. And just runs out so freaking yeah. fast. And the it's single like is, is like, it's like a single paintbrush. Yeah. Which is like why I like the flat flame. Yes. It's like, I want to paint between the lines on here. I don't want to. The Lotus one that you have over there. Is the that? Lotus one. That's, that that's paints. A, that I'd, paints. Oh, that's, that paints like that's Michelangelo. Yeah. Well, Cutter, Zycar XO or the XI. What one of those two Zycars? Yeah. They released a new one this year. I don't remember what it's called, but it looks really intriguing. I'll show you the half wheel art. You know, like the one side cutters that I just hate those. Like you have like the one. Is that car Enzo? Yeah, I think it's. Yeah, a, it just not, smushes it. It doesn't. I was doesn't not work, a big man. fan of that. I was not a big fan of the Enzo. It looks like it. It was meant to be a sleeker version of the XO that can like fit a little bit better in your pocket, but the functionality of it. It's just not. Not, there. A, not a big fan, but the XO is. Yes. Beautiful. That's the JR's one, right? That's the one we have. Oh, that's video. great. That's yeah. a great cutter. It's fantastic. All right. Last question is, what's your favorite Cuban? Ricky Ricardo. That was clever. That was very handsome. Actually, it would probably be um, Romero, the UFC fighter, is probably my favorite Cuban of all time. He's a he's a You're beast. a big UFC guy. He's a, Have you ever seen him? No. Uh, <laughs> Romero. Why can't I? I'm blanking on his face. Wait, is it the name. dude that was like super jacked? Yeah, and he's like 50. Um, oh, why am I looking on his first name? It's because he's, he he's not in the UFC anymore. He's at Bellator. I'm thinking of someone else. I, I'm Yoel not, Romero. Yeah. This dude was just like ripped to shreds, was an absolute monster, was a Olympic bronze medal wrestler, just a total savage. So, like, like I heard a story once of like he, he was getting surgery done at like this performance institute to like, you know, whatever. And they were doing the surgery and they called his like manager and they're like, dude, where did you find this guy? Like his muscle fibers are so like dense and his recovery after like his surgery was so cool. There's a lot of rumors that, cause he's like old, he's like in his late forties now. So he was born in like late sixties, early seventies. There's a lot of theories that he was like an experiment by like Cuban and Russian scientists to make like an Uber human. <laughs> That's awesome. Cause he's just, he's just so, so like, like a perfect specimen. Jesus. Of a, of a person. So I do love Yoel Romero. Um, in terms of cigar, uh, to be honest, Hardigas Serie D number four. You, I've never had a bad one. Can't go wrong with it. Affordable, beautiful looking. I love the box. I love the I love the blend. Yeah, they're sure there's crazy Cohibas and like the Hoyo. Um, the Hoyo and Romeo Churchills are really good, but... If I'm if I'm picking one, like, hey, I'll buy you a box of any Cubans. Partagas Series D number four. That's the one. I'm going to go basic. Monte Cristo number two. You can't Have you had it. Monte Cristo number two? I have multiple of them. They're great. Yeah, yeah they are. They're they just, are. they're consistently great. And I don't know. I want to try one of the Open Eagles. Have you ever seen no. that? Yeah, it's, it's called the Open Eagle. I don't know why, but it looks Open cool. Eagle. Yeah. It's interesting. It's yeah. a good name. Yeah. Um, probably can't afford them now that they had that big uh, Cuban price jump. Oh, really? They actually increased by yeah. a lot? Oh. oh, yeah, we talked about that months ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah not great. But yeah, Partagas Series E, number four. 
So, Derek, thanks for, uh, for joining me, bud. Yeah, Maybe we'll have you up man. here one more time before uh, Christopher gets back. He should be back for the next few weeks, though. Yeah. But uh, And thank you, everyone out there, for listening. Make sure to check out our Instagram, our Facebook, and our Vimeo page. Um, and until then, make sure to buy all of your premium cigars only at jrcigars.com.